0: All right, it's just about 19 minutes after 12, midday, and we're going to start in the Western Cape. We've got Regan Allen on the line with us. Regan, of course, is the Western Cape Community Safety MEC. Now, 66 officers, they are LEAP officers, which is Law Enforcement Advancement Plan officers, have had to be fired, um, and we want to get an understanding behind what LEAP officers are in the first place, the impact that they've had, and also how these assessments keep them up-to-date. Regan, thank you very much for joining us again. Welcome to Power Lunch. Stabi,
1: it's always a delight to speak to you, although this is a very difficult conversation, but I sincerely trust that it will place certain information in the public domain that will take us forward.
0: Well, let's let's delve straight into it. I mean, I, I do at some point want to give background about what LEAP offices are, what this 2020 initiative is. Maybe you start there, and then you can tell us about the annual assessments that have led us to this particular story, Regan. Mm-hmm.
1: Bobby, thank you that you it started with that particular background. I think it is vital, yes, to indicate that in the year 2019, The Premier of the Western Cape tabled what we call the Western Cape Safety Plan. In that particular safety plan, there's a law enforcement component. Even though as a provincial government, we have no direct policing powers, we only have police oversight. And that is in terms of the constitution. What we then did, we wanted to operationalize the LEAP program under the Western Cape Safety Plan and the specific law enforcement component. We then entered into a payment transfer agreement with the city of Cape Town where we jointly fund but also jointly ensure that we are able to bring a service like LEAP into our priority areas. And those are from Mitchell's Plain to Nyanga to Kailicha. It is the 13 areas which contribute to over 50% of our murders in our province. That has led us to be very firm, Babi, on the requirements that LEAP officers would have to attain. I have been and previously being consistent in terms of what we would demand from the South African Police Service. So in the South African Police Service, in our oversight, we have always been clear that our SAPS members must be professional, they must be properly trained, and they must meet the requirements. So in the same fashion, and with the same passion, we want to also, where we have the direct control, make sure that LEAP officers are functional. In this particular case, there were 66 of the trainee LEAP officers that ultimately did not meet the requirements in order to become fully-fledged LEAP officers. And that ranges from requirements in terms of driving, but also requirements in terms of firearm competencies. Mm -hmm. Because, Bobby, I'm so aware, sending a LEAP officer into a crime, into a murder hotspot, and that particular officer is not, meeting the requirements we not only place that particular officer um, at risk but we also don't then deliver a service that we firmly believe is required within our province and i can further confirm barbie that those 66 um, trainees it's very unfortunate that in terms of the um, contracts and the contracts are very clear that the requirements needs to be met. When that wasn't met, um, they had to then ultimately be released from the program because the the standard definitely needs to maintain, Pabi. So that's a bit of the background. We've also added additional training to ensure that they can actually meet the requirements and even after three attempts. Um, and that also comes at a cost, Pabi, Pabi. Um, it was forced in order to ultimately um, relieve them of of their particular contracts because the requirements were not met. But it's a unfortunate, it's a sad reality that we face, and it's one where we fully know that any particular law enforcement, ent- um, um, any trainee that enters from the onset, they are fully aware of the requirements that needs to be met. And I'm quite perturbed and actually Mm -hmm. saddened that um, I've seen unions um, and other political parties wanting to jump onto this particular bandwagon uh, where we strive for excellence and they are wanting to state that there is a race connotation. It's not based on race. It's not based on gender. It is not based on any particular matter that is outside of the requirements. It is purely because we want to ensure that LEAP uh, is a credible service, is a service that can actually, like I've indicated in previous interviews over the last year, uh, just took over 448 firearms off our streets. And we definitely don't want to place any trainee um, at risk, Um because their lives are ultimately then at risk as well.
0: So speaking of unions, the SA Municipal Workers' Union, amongst other things, have argued that this termination should have been a last resort. Talk to me about the process to get to this point of making the decision to let 66 LEAP officers go.
1: Thank you, because I wanted this particular matter and this direct question um, to be fully ventilated. So thank you that you are bringing this in. Our processes and in our view, I firmly believe that all available options were explored and that included the additional capacity, the additional training that was afforded. So we have undergone all of those processes to ensure that we can actually legitimately make sure that we release those um, officers, because knowing um probably we would never want to release someone we have we have literally invested we have literally put funding aside for the training so we would never want to release any particular person so so to answer it very clearly it was terminated after a lengthy process, and there was non compliance uh, with regards to the operational requirements in terms of the contracts. So that is in the contract, and when there was non compliance, even after there were three attempts per 66 trainee officers, um, and it is a very unfortunate one. But I have noted, probably that uh, uh, that some have written to the city manager, mm. um, and that we will definitely be responding um, to that particular set of correspondence. But from where I'm sitting, I'm even wanting to have that particular face-to-face conversations because I because I wouldn't want us to miss each other in the um, I mean the safety space. And where we state certain matters in the public domain that isn't accurate. So so I would even be more than happy to have those face-to-face conversations uh, because I firmly believe the next batch of, of lead officers that are going to be trained, from the very onset again, they will be informed these are the requirements, they signed their contract and they were undergone their training. And once they undergone their training and they have not met all the requirements, we will again still be making additional training available to ensure that we can actually bring them up to a standard that uh, that is expected. Uh, but everyone will be aware and I would be taking up that conversations further.
0: Does this give the organisation the... Western Cape community, safety, um, leadership, some insight into what can be done better. Because one of the complaints that's coming up, Regan, which you will, of course, have seen, is that the assessments are on a certain type or certain aspect of, say, driving or firearm uh, assessments when they were trained elsewhere,
1: Um, Bobby, I have noted that particular um, um, allegation. All the LEAP officers and those that pass the requirements, they will actually confirm it's contrary to what um, somewhere has been stating. So it's definitely a set of skills, a set of requirements, but each and every LEAP officer, they have a set mandate, a set requirement that they need to meet, and we ultimately ensure that each and every LEAP officer that enters um, City of Cape Town's training facilities Are fully aware of the requirements. And as such, I'm wanting to have these conversations because I wouldn't want any information that is in the public domain that could potentially um, skew perceptions. I'm wanting to be very clear and take Mm. even the public into our confidence, knowing that there's going to be new LEAP officers that is going to apply. But it is also vital, the one question that you raise is that it gives us insight into the entire application process And that insights will also help because we need a caliber of person that is going to go into an area where over one evening, 20 shots go off. And I would never want to, under any circumstances, place any person at risk into that area if they have not met all the requirements. Also, there's another angle to it Hmm. in that if an officer is compliant, and is meeting the requirements and is working in a particular area, and he or she works with someone that has not met all the requirements. Both of those officers risk um, their lives um, being in that particular situation, but it's a very unfortunate um, situation. But and I don't want to sound boastful, Pabi. Please hear me out if mm-hmm. I say this. When we demand action from the South African Police Service, when SEPs officers and recruitees recruits don't meet the requirements. We are very adamant. Those SEPs officers must ultimately not become officers because they have failed the training. They have not met all the requirements. And in the same fashion, we want to bring that um, to where we have our LEAP officers because I um, I often feel for our our LEAP officers that work under these difficult circumstances. Okay and work in gang-ridden communities. So um, I would never want to visit a family um, indicating that um, someone has passed away and was out on duty doing the work of a LEAP officer, um, but the person wasn't meeting all of the requirements. It is a sad sad reality, Babi. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, thank you for the update. Regan Allen, Western Cape Community Safety, MEC, once again, thanks for your time.